Hey, it is Clay. Welcome to another episode here of the Money with Clay podcast. And we have ourselves another early morning. And I bring that up because I was at a wedding last night, actually. First off, this is going to send us down another rabbit hole, but it totally pertains because now that I just think about it, this is the Money with Clay podcast where we're talking talking about money and how to get ahead in life, mindset, all that good stuff. And yeah, I was at a wedding on a Thursday night. And I was always, I'm a I mean, I guess if, if you're a guy and you're all into the weddings and all that, I mean, that's fine. That's cool. But for me, I had a really simple wedding. I'm kind of just oblivious to it. So I never, I just, I was, I don't understand the pricing dynamics of a wedding, but now that I stop and think about it, it's like, oh, that was kind of obvious. But as we drove there, my wife, Abby was like, oh yeah, you know, they're being so smart. It was a simple wedding. It was, you know, it was at our church and then the church was set up, I mean, very, very basic. They had like a, a couple, like a couple flowers in the back. And uh, there, you know, sometimes, you know, the weddings give you like little programs or whatever, announce the schedule, nothing like that. It was really, really simple. It was awesome. It was awesome from all perspectives, but narrowly, narrowing down it to just a, a cost perspective, you know, well done, well done, uh, Vinny and Hannah. I mean, they're, and it's neat because Vinny was, uh, when my wife and I used to help uh, with the, the youth group, we weren't, uh, you know, I'm not a youth pastor per se, but I helped our main pastor with the youth group. So now it's, get, I guess I'm, here I am saying, I, wow, I'm getting old. But now it, we're, it's to the point where these kids that when we were helping out when they were freshmen in high school, now they're starting to get year, uh, married. So, he, But he's still a relatively young kid. I think he's maybe 23 now um, getting married. But regardless, point being, they're a young couple. And they're, um, I guess I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming they they, were, they had to pay for uh, the majority of it. I don't know if that's not true, but point being, it was very, very simple and it was very, very minimal. And if there's one thing that I can tell really anybody, especially if you're a younger couple and, and you wanna get married, just remember that day lasts for one day and you, you experience it, but in a very bizarre way because it's all about you. So you have to, and people are there and you have to go and uh, greet them. You have to go and pretty much play politician, meaning just, hey, thanks for coming. And it, time flies is the point. I still remember mine and uh, it was, like I said, very basic, but I couldn't believe how fast the time went by. And if you don't... Uh, Keep that in mind. I, I I've seen some pretty big price tags, and hey, if you have a gracious, a gracious, you know, uh, parents to that are gonna just foot the bill and they say go do whatever, then hey, you've been blessed with some great parents, and that that's awesome. But uh, if you're in a situation where uh, you're only gonna get a little help towards a wedding or maybe no help at all, then just remember, uh, there's no. I've seen some situations where people go into debt, and it's like I can't believe you're starting off your marriage putting yourself more in a hole for something that, you know, like I said, I'm not going to say you don't remember it, but it goes by so fast. And because it goes by so fast, you don't really experience it because you're just talking with people, welcoming people. And it's, it's bizarre. If you've been through a wedding, you know exactly what I mean. But my point is the amount of money that can be put into these things for something that is going to fly by, it just... Keep it as simple as possible. So again, like I said, Hannah, Vinny, well done. But anyways, 
So it's a Thursday night that they're doing this because that goes along. My wife made the comment, well, yeah, they're being so smart because Friday and Saturday is when uh, you know, the places would be a, a lot more expensive, which, okay, that's supply and demand. That totally makes sense why it would be more expensive to, to rent out uh, someplace because we went to, there was a local brewery that they rented out, like the upper room had a, a private area. It's like, oh, that does make sense. Of course it would be cheaper on a Thursday. The brewery's like, well, we have two choices. It can just sit here empty on a Thursday night because not that many people want it on a Thursday night, or we can just still charge for it, but charge less because making something is better than making nothing at all. So yeah, here we go. We'll do it on a Thursday night. Like, okay, that's okay. So that this is why I'm going to a wedding and a wedding reception on Thursday night. Um, but yeah, it was, okay, hey, there we go. But as we're sitting at the reception, um, we were, if you've been to a wedding reception, you know how it is. We're sitting around the table and they, they did a great job with seating. So we're with all our, uh, you know, what I would consider my circle of friends. And, um, and I've talked about this many times before, you know, the people that I want to surround myself with because you are a product of who you surround yourself with. If you surround yourself with a bunch of complainers, guess what you're gonna become? Probably a complainer. If you surround yourself with a bunch of people that are uh, you know, always eating fast food and cheeseburgers and all that stuff, sort of stuff, and uh, dare I say a little unhealthy, then yeah, you, you very well may start to just pound the cheeseburgers and the fast food and become unhealthy. But more so in the mental, how do you, how do you view the world? Do you view a problem like, oh, or do you view a problem like, okay, how do I solve it? You know, that, that's what I'm getting at. And I won't harp on this because I've talked about this before, but these are the people I surround myself with. And um, T-Money, as we call him, Taylor is his name. Um, and he, he made a comment about, I don't know how it came up, but he listened to the $17,000 to, uh, or $17,000 uh, salary to the, the 24.2 million podcast, which I think was two weeks ago. So we were just talking about that and, of course, he brings it up, and then that's like the ultimate button push. So some of the other people at the, the table are, are, are chiming in a little bit. And uh, he made, he just and then he made this statement, you know, numbers are just numbers. And I mean, in my mind, I, I, I was like, yeah, no, that's, that, that's beautiful, that's beautiful. And everybody else is kind of just like, paw, you know, the, the pause, and everybody just starts laughing like, oh, that was great, numbers are just numbers. But I know exactly what he meant. And if you listen to this one, T-Money, I know exactly what you mean. And in fact, I know so much that I wanted to talk about because I was like, that's actually a brilliant statement because that is, that is like personal finance, that is wealth building, that is real estate investing, that is the stock market, that is any sort of financial market, that is just life in general summarized. Numbers are just numbers, meaning numbers, they don't care. They're neutral, they have no feelings, they're just, I mean, in all actuality, they're just made up, right? Why, why doesn't seven actually represent two? Why, does, why is eight even called eight? You know, the, the, literal, the literal words. But as what they're telling us, they're totally neutral. They don't care about your feelings. They don't care about your situation. They don't care, they don't care about anything. They're just, numbers are numbers. And it gets lost so often. And I thought, you know what, I wanna talk about this because there's, you can apply this to any situation and that's what I'm gonna do, and this won't probably be terribly long podcast because I have, uh, with the wedding, there, there's other stuff going on, but I, I wanted to, to talk about it because, I mean, I'll apply it, let's just say, to a, a budget, okay? Meaning how much money you're making and you know, are you setting stuff aside? So here, we, here here's the numbers are just number. Well, I'm never gonna be able to retire, or I only have such and such in my retirement accounts right now. 
Okay, well, numbers are just numbers. So if you're having, you know, if you're struggling to save money, how, you know, how's the budget look? How much are you bringing in? How much are you spending? Where are you spending it? Because numbers are just numbers, well, there you go, there's your information. It's not like a number can try to be sneaky and all of a sudden deceive you. No, it's right there. Now, can you deceive yourself by looking at the numbers incorrectly? Yeah, that can certainly happen. Can you deceive yourself by not even paying attention to the numbers? Yeah, that's absolutely possible too. But the numbers as themselves, they're just numbers. They're just sitting there. They're saying, okay, numbers were just numbers. This is, these are the results of whatever, you know, of what you've been doing as far as the budget is concerned. Here's what these are producing. And then you can make decisions from that, which sadly, and this is why I wanna do it, such a basic statement is something that gets overlooked all the time, which again, for you longer time listeners, you've seen the statistics I've brought up in the, the articles and the current events and you know all of that. And right now, I think next week is going to be, I was, I was gonna do it today, but then uh, T-Money made the, the just a mind-blowing statement last night, so I was like, oh, okay, I, I, I gotta do this tomorrow morning. Uh, so here I am. But then even next week about the Nigerian prince scam and how apparently that's still a pretty good money-making thing. But point being that whenever you look at the situation, it's okay, this is what it's telling me. There is no deceit going on. There is no, there, there, there's nothing external that is occurring. It's just numbers are just numbers. How those numbers got there, that would be external. Are you, do you have the right skill set? Do you have a skill set that's actually in demand or did you go and major in you know, getting a master's degree in you know, bobsled you know, building? I, you know, I, I don't know what you got, maybe that's a really good degree. Uh, but if, if you got a master's degree in bobsled building and you can't really find a job or there's a very, 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 very small job market, well, you know, that, that, that's not that number's fault because the number is just a number, that's your fault for doing something that's not really creating a big enough number for you to, to create the money that you need to set aside to save so that you can you know, have a, a pleasant retirement sometime. How about retirement though? Well, you know, I wanna be doing this, that, and the other in retirement. Cool, awesome, that, that's good. I'm, I'm glad you actually have some sort of uh, you know, framework and game plan of how you would envision your retirement going. But okay, what kind of numbers do you need to actually make that happen? And by doing so, you can start to figure out, oh wow, I'm, I'm really far you know, behind. Oh hey, all right, I'm actually doing pretty good. Maybe you're thinking, wow, I am well ahead. Okay, good, Let, let's, let, let's keep it up then. Because I mean, it's, it's amazing when you do, when you're doing even better than you think, that's actually pretty motivating. But again, this is all just based off, they're just numbers. They're just numbers trying to tell you something. I don't know, what do I, should I really go and get that degree? Well, I don't know, numbers are just numbers. What the, what's that degree gonna actually pay you? What does the job market say that thing's worth? Here's another number, you know, the, what are the hiring rates? I mean, this is what also, you know, gets left behind. Theoretically, I could be like, oh wow. NBA basketball players make millions of dollars per year. Okay, I'm gonna do that. It's like, well, wait a second. The job market for NBA players is quite small, okay? 
yes, if you just look at strictly that number of how much I make, well, yeah, that seems like that would be a good career choice. But you see where I'm going. That doesn't mean you're actually gonna get a job in that field. So remember, that's another number you might wanna pay attention to because numbers are just numbers and if they just tell you that, hey, this is what the job market looks like, you know, there's more that goes into the job market than just how much people get paid. You gotta make sure you can first at least get the job, okay? Numbers are just numbers. How about if you're looking to get a home, if you're looking to get a vehicle, if you're looking to really kind of get any sort of materialistic item, is it really worth taking on debt to do so? Maybe it is. In the, in the home situation, I would assume it's, 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 you're gonna need a mortgage, you're gonna need some sort of debt. Maybe it's not, maybe because the numbers are telling you something, you can pull something else off and, you know, point being, the numbers, they're unbiased. They're not like off whispering with their friends and then you have to sit there and question and be paranoid. Oh, I wonder, is that number, is that like gonna, is that deceiving me or? And no, it's not, it's just, it's just sitting there. It's just sitting there and it's up to you to look at it in the way that it's meant to look, be looked at. It's up to you to be able to have the right, you know, mindset towards that number. But the number is not evil, the number is not good. It's totally, it's just neutral. It's just sitting there. And no matter what you look at, no matter what you do, you've got to keep that in mind that yes, it, you can, you know, wishful thinking is nice. You can throw out all these theories. Well, because of the reason it came up in the 17,000 to 24,000 or 24.2 million podcasts that I did that he listened to, there's a, you know, basically all about the pay gap and how, oh, you know, there's this massive difference between what, a CEO at a big company would make compared to like an entry level person. And my whole argument was, well, that's good because that's motivation. That tells you that there's a lot of upside potential. But the other side of the argument was, well, that just isn't right. How, how can such and such make so much more than the person lower on at the, at the totem pole? Okay, well, what, I, that doesn't really have anything to do with anything. Yeah, they, they make more, but I mean, it's just, it's just a number. What does the number have to do with, who cares that they were making a bunch more? And I'm not gonna go down that. If you wanna listen to that podcast, that's fine. I, I think I present a pretty pretty solid point of view there. But at the end of the day, it's not like it's you know the number's fault that it is what it is. And the reason that number got there was because other numbers had to be put in a place and put in a motion. So maybe that's how the CEO is making all that money because he has taken, made decisions with other numbers that are just numbers, and all of a sudden, because he made those decisions, that has created that many more jobs. Did all those people get a raise for the year? Well, there we go. Because the person at the top is really good at looking at numbers and making decisions based around them, well, now all these other numbers have occurred. And they're occurring because he's made decisions. So that's the other thing you have to remember is your decision, your actions towards those numbers, they're gonna just go out there and they're either going to create more numbers for you or less. But it's not like that makes it evil, that, that doesn't make anything right or wrong because these are just numbers at the end of the day. So keep that in mind as you go through any situation that some situations they are the way they are, and it is what it is. And I, I don't say that, and there's nothing you can do about it because there is something you can do about it. You can always change the numbers around, but there's also situations where 
it's got to be that way. That's just how, how it is. Not everyone in the world can walk around with a billion dollars. I mean, everybody in the world could. So that's what I mean. Yes, everybody in the world could walk around with a billion dollars. But here's a problem with that. Because numbers are just numbers, and then you sprinkle in a little bit of supply and demand, that all means that a billion dollars is basically worth nothing. Because that just probably means that a, a cost of an apple is like 50 bucks for one apple. That probably means that you know gas per tank is about 40 bucks per, you know, per gallon, maybe even more. But if everybody has a billion dollars, which I get it. Oh, well, those people don't make enough. Okay, that, that, that's fine. But numbers have the rules because numbers are numbers. And one of the big rules with numbers is if everybody has a bunch of numbers, has a, has a bunch of money, then that's gonna cause inflation just to go, you know, to skyrocket. And all prices will go up. And I don't say that in a bad way, but that's just, because numbers are just numbers, that's how it works from an economic perspective. Everybody has more money, okay, fine. That just means prices are all going up. And then it equals everybody out. And then all of a sudden, well, that's not really right. That person makes 500 billion, I only have a billion. Okay, fine, now everybody's got 500 billion. Well, because numbers are numbers. No, it's not really right. That person has $8 trillion. And you get where I'm going with this. So you can't sit there and try to mold things more than what they can be molded. Some situations, yeah, you can change around the numbers like I was saying. But in other situations, hey, it is what it is. And no matter how much you try to do this or do that, and I'm not questioning anybody's intent. I mean, I fully believe that the intent is always positive. I guess that's a lie. In some situations, I think the intent is just to create dependency so that you can stay in. Never mind, I won't go down there. But I will say that in many situations, I think the intent is is, is positive. It's goodwill. It's there's no you know there's no maliciousness behind it. But because numbers are just numbers, they don't care about your intent. They're just going to do what they're supposed what they're meant to do. And in the situation of well, everybody should have a billion dollars. Okay, well that that just means numbers are going to grow for prices all over the place. So remember that. It's not the numbers fault because numbers are just numbers. It is the way it is. And some situations you, you can change those around. Other situations, yeah, you can try to change those around, but always remember the adverse uh, possible consequences of that, which is what you know the, the whole idea here is. But um, I found it just very fascinating because any, 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 any uh, episode I've done so far, you can apply that and be like, well, yeah, I mean, they are just numbers. So I mean, what, what, you know, what else did you think would happen? Why wouldn't that happen? And, and it happens. And it happens because, I mean, they just don't care. They be numbers, they don't care about your feelings, they don't care about your situation, which is great though. They don't care about uh, your race, they don't care about your religion, they don't care about um, how tall you are, they don't care about male or female, they don't care about any of that. So no excuses, get out there and make those numbers work for you. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening. Before I go, I wanna just make your attention to a few things. First off, if you enjoyed the show, then make sure to help us out in the iTunes, especially if you could leave us a rating. That goes a long way and just assists me in getting the word out there, and I genuinely would appreciate it. Second, if you find yourself 
either in debt or just feeling like your, your personal finances are kind of out of control or could be much more efficient, then I would encourage you to go to moneywithclay.com and check out the slab money method. That is the course that I put together as a former process engineer that outlined every single step, step by step by step with documentation, with forms to fill out, that'll put you on the path, the exact path I used to pay off $163,000 of debt and get myself to the point where not only am I debt free, but I am now able to build wealth and build wealth in an efficient uh, manner. So if you're curious and interested in that, again, moneywithclay.com and that is the slab money method. And no, this is not all some massive sales pitch when I say that it works, it truly does. And I back that up with more than words. My action behind those words is that course comes with a one year money back guarantee. So if you try it out and you're not making any progress, you're not seeing any progress, then I will refund you the cost of the course, which is very minimal to begin with. And then finally, make sure to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, just look up for Money With Clay and you will see us there. Again, thanks for hanging out. I'll see you back next episode.